Hello, and thanks for joining us for the Education Doctor Radio Show. I'm your host, Dr. Pamela Ellis. The Education Doctor Radio Show is your family source for educational excellence. Our program is brought to you by Compass Education Strategies, where I'm the principal consultant, and our mantra is Access, Thrive, Graduate. You can learn more about our firm at www.compasseducationstrategies.com. Thanks to all of my listeners who are joining today. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to our program. If you're listening to a podcast of this program, I also want to thank you for joining in. For future show updates and ongoing relevant education news, you can join our Facebook community by searching for The Education Doctor, then clicking like. You can also find us on Twitter at The Education Doc. We're celebrating March Madness all this month on our program and so our shows have featured sports-related topics. Last week we did a brief detour. We did a special edition of the Education Doctor Radio with the superintendent of Columbus City Schools, Dr. Jean Harris. So definitely check out um, that podcast soon. This week we're back to talking about sports and academics And so before I bring on my guests, I just want to share with you how I came to learn about this program. We're talking today about soccer, hockey, and figure skating, some sports that normally don't come together, aren't talked about in the same conversation, but we are today. So last fall, I attended a conference, and I went to this presentation on STEM programs. It was a presentation on programs that are directed towards uh, sciences, technology, engineering, and math. And one of the programs featured at this presentation was a bioscience program. And this bioscience program offered an opportunity for high school students and postgraduates to gain a more focused experience in the biological sciences. Now, that program is based at Shattuck St. Mary's School in Minnesota. And in my research of the school and its other offerings, I discovered that they also have what's called athletic centers of excellence. And the programmatic emphases for these centers are soccer, hockey, and figure skating. Interesting, huh? So my guest who's joining me today is Amy Wolf, and she is the Director of Admissions at Shattuck St. Mary's. After a quick break, Amy will share more with us about these athletics centers of excellence, and you're going to find them very interesting. So before we get started, I want to make sure that our listeners have our number if they'd like to call in with the question about the Athletic Centers of Excellence. Our number is 714-333-3356. And this is where I love to say that our switchboard is located in sunny Southern California, but I am broadcasting live from Dayton, Ohio. Now, in addition to our call-in number, which is 
333-3356. You may also email us at radio at compasseducationstrategies.com. That's a long name, and so it's radio at compasseducationstrategies.com. I will take a short break, and then we'll come back with our guest, Miss Amy Wolf. The Education Doctor Radio Show, brought to you by Compass Education Strategies. I am back now to talk with my guest, Ms. Amy Wolf, who's the Director of Admissions at Shattuck St. Mary's. And Shattuck St. Mary's is located just south of Minneapolis. Is that correct, Amy? Yes, that that is correct. And I had to um, smile when I heard you say that you were broadcasting live from Dayton, Ohio, and and here I am in Faribault, Minnesota, where it's bright and sunny out. But yes, we still have snow <laughs> on the ground here. <laughs> um, you know, I, it, it's I still winter. To, <laughs> yes, it's still winter there, huh? At the end yeah, of March. Is. Yeah, yep, well, it is. Amy, I want to thank you so much for joining me on the Education Doctor Radio Show. It's great to have you on. Thank you. I'm pleased yes. to be on. And I'm, yes. I'm certainly interested in sharing more information about what we do here. Yes. Well, can you just start by telling our families a bit about Shattuck St. Mary's and what your school is about? Sure. Well, first of all, um, Shattuck St. Mary's is actually um, a, a school that is literally as old as the state of Minnesota. We were actually, we were founded in 1858. So we are quite an old school, 153 years old. Um, mm. And it's a, so first and foremost, we have been a school for our history, and we were uh, founded um, as an Episcopal school, and we continue to remain that to this day. Um, though we have students here literally now from all over the world, uh, this year 20 countries and 37 states uh, so it's a very, very global and interesting mix of students uh, in grades mm-hmm. 6 through 12 at this school. Mm-hmm. It is a boarding day school, and we have uh, literally um, about 75% of our students are boarding students, and we have 438 students at our school this year, which is a record enrollment for us. Um, wow. Yeah, so it is, it's an, it's, it's always been a school, and what has been unique um, about our history is that um, throughout time, um, there have been different programs that have come and gone in the school that have uh, been fairly specialized and fairly intentional types of programs. Uh, mm. Even before we started our Centers of Excellence model, um, the school had a military uh, training program, so we were known as a military school uh, for many, many years. And um, so the Centers of Excellence concept is actually not really new for the school, um, hmm. but now it has a whole new, in a sense, a new take on that. So, huh. Okay. Now, how did these athletic Centers of Excellence come about? Well, it's interesting because um, like many schools, um, the, the the enrollment and the financial uh, situation has ebb, ebbed and flowed at our school over time. Mm-hmm. And um, there have been leaner years um, than others. And at a time in the early 1990s when our school was struggling financially, 
um, a consultant actually came to the school and looked around and noticed that on our campus, we have a very beautiful 250-acre campus here at the school, and we have actually stunning facilities, uh, very old classic buildings. But one of the things that was on the campus then was an ice arena. And um, being in Min southern Minnesota, uh, that ice arena was somewhat unique. Even in the town of Faribault, where we're located, there was no mm -hmm. ice arena present. And the local colleges um, in nearby Northfield, which are Carleton College and St. Olaf College, they were coming and using the ice rink facilities here, and so were lots of other teams and other skaters. So this consultant actually looked at that ice arena and said, you know, I think that there's an asset uh, that your school has that you might want to think about building some kind of a program to go with that wonderful ice hmm. arena. And with that concept, um, the, the the idea of really focusing on a hockey program uh, came about. So it was an idea born in the early 1990s. And with that, the school very intentionally uh, hired a program director to come in and help to build uh, student by student a very competitive ice hockey program. So part of it was actually having the facility already here on campus. And then part of it was finding a person who would come in and have this passion to build um, a very intentional program with the goal towards uh, a national championship type program, a, a hmm. world uh, internationally known type of program. And mm -hmm. now we can say actually over 20 years later, we have been successful doing that, uh, in particular with our ice hockey program, which is one of the things that we are probably most well known for uh, is that that program. Um, mm -hmm. number of NHL players went to our school, and now we have quite a, a very strong reputation within ice hockey circles for what we do here, uh, which is mm -hmm. exciting. So now, one of when the things the figure skating one start? Sure. So what happened then is we, we got ice hockey up and running, and then uh, in 2004, our school was moving along, and we had a really strong ice hockey program, and we were um, trying to draw students, mm -hmm. but once again, we were somewhat in a, a bit of a stalemate in terms of enrollment growth, and we were, and the, our we had a new head of school join us uh, at that time. His name is Nick Stoneman, and he is currently in his eighth year at our school. He came to the um, campus at that point and looked around, and he said, you know, I see a wonderful ice hockey program that's drawing students literally from all over the world. I like this model, and the model was built on the concept of our strong academic college preparatory uh, program combined with a high-level mm -hmm. academic, I mean, excuse me, a high-level athletic program. And with that, mm -hmm. he said, why, why can't we replicate this model in other areas, both athletic and non-athletic? And so mm -hmm. on the athletic side of things, uh, one of the things we started to consider was um, two other um, athletic programs, both soccer and figure skating. And really those two programs, in a sense, have um, were launched about six years ago. And mm -hmm. uh, with the soccer program, once again, uh, we we looked at the opportunities there. We said soccer is, is an up-and-coming sport in America. There are highly passionate students out there who want to continue to play soccer in high school and possibly in college. Uh, that's a model that we understand. We can provide them the kind of training environment, the kinds of facilities, the kinds of coaching, along with this whole wonderful academic program 
that would mm-hmm. give these student athletes great opportunities in college. So very intentionally, once again, uh, looking at hiring good program directors, and with that, we also um, built facilities that uh, were made available to that program. So we went, our very first group of student athletes and families that joined us for the soccer program uh, came on board uh, looking at pictures of an indoor field house that we planned to build. We they, we didn't mm-hmm. have it built by the time they arrived on campus. Oh, wow. And yet we, <laughs> yes, I know. Mm-hmm. And we said, this is what we're going to do, and we're planning to have it um, open by November. So by the time the snow flies in Minnesota, and you've joined us now in August, we're going to have this place built, and you're going to be able to play indoors this winter. And sure enough, they joined us on that promise, and we fulfilled that promise. We did what we said we were going to do. And we now have a beautiful um, indoor uh, soccer field house that is mm-hmm. a World cup size field, artificial turf. And adjoining that uh, field house is a also full-size artificial turf outdoor field. So we have uh, two, um, two fields literally right there on our sports complex that are for soccer, and then we have one other full-size natural turf field also on our campus. So um, so we created some very, very excellent facilities to support a soccer program, certainly during the indoor winter months. And uh, with that, we started to draw coaches and creating this model of uh, creating this academic training environment mm-hmm. for these student athletes to prepare them for college. Now successfully we are we're placing students in college programs and we have seen our first male soccer player um go professional. So really? you know yeah. So mm-hmm. it's and we have also one of our, our graduates received what's called the Herman Award in uh college soccer and for us, um, actually, that is the Heisman Trophy of college soccer. So um, we actually have a, a Herman Award winner among our alumni. Who um, He is the same individual who is now playing professionally. His name is Teal Bunbury. Um, hmm. So we're very proud of, you know, in a, in a very short time, we have been, uh, we've launched a successful soccer program, and the whole goal is to, create both the academic um, program and the athletic training program so that any kind of passionate student athlete for that sport can pursue it and potentially then transition into a college environment with that. Now, Um, can you say a little bit about the academic program that you have? Because, you know, just how that's structured for students who have such intensive athletic commitments as well, because I'm sure they're probably traveling a great deal during their seasons. Um, Absolutely. Right. So one of the keys to our success um, has been the ability to um, maintain a very high-level academic program. Uh, what what we say is that if a student is a strong, committed, um, academic type of student and they are also highly passionate about their athletics, we want to provide them the most rigorous academic environment they could find anywhere and potentially prepare them for the very, very top colleges in the country. Um, mm-hmm. As a result, we've been lucky that we've successfully placed these student-athletes at some of the top colleges now in the country um, Mm -hmm. because they've had the academic preparation for that. How we do that 
is a commitment to small classes. So our average class size is 12 students, very small classes, a dedicated professional faculty. And then also um, we use some interesting online uh, tools. So we're, our school is using Moodle, which is an online course management system that is Internet-based. So all classes are online, available for students as they travel. Um, syllabus mm -hmm. information is there. And also now we are using um, video cameras in many of our classrooms, and teachers are taping their lectures and their classes and posting the video on our Moodle site. So students who are potentially not here on campus, they have to be gone for something, uh, they can actually access that video and play it and kind of keep up with the class as they're traveling. Um, so now, actually... Uh -huh. Amy, I'm going to interrupt you for a minute just to okay. make sure we're clear on online because you said that the classes are online. They're still classroom-based, oh. but the information for the class is stored Correct. online is what you're Correct. referring to. Exactly. Okay. These are online tools that are used in conjunction with actual classes. And I mm -hmm. will just add, though, that we are experimenting with some hybrid classes at our school so that if a student, um, we have a couple online courses that are being offered. So a student mm -hmm. is physically here, but they may be taking an online class and then meeting with their their um, teacher every week. But um, So it's a hybrid kind of situation. Again, mm -hmm. we're experimenting with online learning a bit. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we are big believers in still the power of the classroom and the power of the personal interaction of teacher and student. But we're also realistic enough to understand that part of the process is that students um, should be comfortable in an online environment, and mm -hmm. they might need those tools in order to um, help them with their with their educational process. But we're very much a traditional college preparatory school, so the the core academic program is is the the core of everything that we do around here. Um, is, is really all about that and to, all of our student athletes have to maintain at least a, a 2.0 GPA or they will not be able to uh, participate in their given athletic area. Hmm. Okay. Amy, hold on just for a moment. I want to take a quick break here. I want to make okay. sure that our callers have our number, which is 714-333-3356. If you have a question, you can send an email, and that's to radio at compasseducationstrategies.com. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back to continue our discussion on Shattuck St. Mary's Athletic Centers of Excellence. Just one moment. This is the Education Doctor Radio Show brought to you by Compass Education Strategies. I am back now with my guests. Amy Wolf of Shattuck St. Mary's. We're discussing their Athletic Centers of Excellence, which features programs in soccer, hockey, and figure skating. So, Amy, before the break, you were talking a bit more about the academics um, at mm -hmm. Shattuck St. Mary's and also the GPA requirement for athletes right. who are involved in the program. Now, I'm going to ask something that's probably more my question than my <laughs> listener's question, but I want to ask about the culture at Shattuck St. Mary's. And the reason I ask this is because 
you we haven't met before, but when you see me, you'll know that I'm not a jock. I'm not very athletic <laughs> at all. And I just remember in high school being kind of resentful sometimes of all the attention that the athletes got. And I just felt like as a person focused on academics, I didn't have that, and so there was this divide, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about um, the athletes there and some of the opportunities that they have, you know, I wonder if other students feel like maybe they have less because there is attention on the athletes. So how would you describe the culture there on Mm -hmm. your campus among students? Well, I think it's a great question, and certainly in my role as the admissions director, I encounter students from all backgrounds and families who have varying um, levels of of interest in different things. So um, I understand the question. I had two children who came through the school, actually, who were not center of excellence athletes at the school. So I had a mm-hmm. parental experience here, too. Um, I would just say that the culture is focused on um, achievement and, in, in a sense, personal achievement. Um, mm-hmm. The the bar around here is a, fair, a fairly high bar. Um, so uh, doing well in school, uh, being smart, uh, these are things that I think all the students actually very much respect. And mm-hmm. um, the if you're not in one of these focused areas, um, there's a, a wealth of programs that this school offers all students. So mm-hmm. in addition to these highly specific types of programs, there are also a range of clubs and activities and interscholastic sports um, that students get involved in. And um, it, it is amazing. But I think that this common thread that you see floating through with the school is a bit of um, be passionate about something. Find something that you really enjoy doing. It certainly doesn't have to be hockey, figure skating, or soccer, but it might be dance. It might be writing. Mm -hmm. It might be photography. Um, But there is definitely a level of of aspiration that I think does exist here, which um, as a parent Mm -hmm. of students, I appreciated that because I thought it kept – I I thought it kept kids working and wanting and uh, to achieve – and um, had high goals. So, um, yeah. I I should also just quickly mention, um, Uh relative to figure skating, this is a sport here at our school, which is, I don't believe there's any other school in the country that is really doing what we're doing in that sport. And it has been very gratifying to see how we have grown with that program over the six years we've had it. And part of it is the fact that we are combining the academic experience here with uh, a very intensive individualized mm-hmm. type of sport. And mm-hmm. um, so we are drawing students literally from all over the world who have found our program and are are really benefiting from having both this academic experience here but also an intensive training facility. We have two sheets of ice, um, of two, um, actually three full-time mm-hmm. um, coaches here at the school a weight and conditioning facility, so they can kind of get everything they're looking for in terms of their skating, right. but mm-hmm. it's all right here. So, yeah. And one last thing I just thought I should mention relative to this, these athletic centers of excellence, right. uh, we are launching a golf program, and, and that okay. will be something that will be new for us as of this coming fall. And mm-hmm. the concept is, again, to offer an intensive training environment 
for a student-athlete who is highly passionate about golf and giving them opportunities to do some of the tournaments during the wintertime in the winter uh, in the sunnier areas, but also providing an intensive training environment for them here. So, are you still there? I am. I it was. <laughs> I am here. Okay. Hello. Oh yes. So, are you known for your soccer team, and is it any good? Is there anything big coming up as far as a tournament against a rival? Um, well, actually, Andrew. on the okay, on the boys' side of of soccer, we are part of what's called um, the Development Academy, which is actually the highest level of U.S. youth soccer. It's actually a pretty mm-hmm. – um, so we have an academy-level team um, for both our boys' U16 and our boys' U18 teams, um, which is the highest-level team you can have in U.S. Uh, youth soccer. We mm-hmm. are heading to in, – in April, uh, we're heading to Dallas for what's called the Dallas Cup. And people okay. who know soccer would know of that tournament. That's coming up in, in April for us. Um, we had a girls, um, uh, two of our girls' teams just came back from Virginia, and they were playing in what was called the Jefferson Cup out in uh-huh. Virginia, actually, last weekend. So these teams okay. do travel, and they okay. do um, participate in tournaments and showcase events around the country. Okay. So... This is the end of our show, Amy. Um, This wraps up our show today, and so it was great having you on to talk about your athletic centers of excellence. How can our listeners stay connected with you and your program? Well, for more information about our school, uh, our our website is um, Mm -hmm. www.s-sm.org, and that kind of stands for Shattuck St. Mary's, s-sm.org. Uh, is our website, um, and a phone number is 800-421-2724, and that is an 800 number. So we would happily have you visit the site and learn more. Thank you very much. So we have some great shows coming up for you on the Education Doctor Radio. Next week we're actually talking baseball from high school to college to the major leagues. We'll continue to bring you information that's both strategic and practical for educational success. The Education Doctor radio show is brought to you by Compass Education Strategies. Please listen up for how you can join our online community.